My name is Billy Kobe, and you're listening to Do Better Media. If you like what you hear, thank you. Tell all of your friends to tune in. But even if you don't, please subscribe to the show anyway. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and basically wherever else podcasts are being heard. Please don't forget to hashtag when searching for Do Better Media on your favorite podcast carrier. Also, check us out on our social media pages on the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter platforms. If you have any questions about the show, send them to us at our email address, dobettermedia0920 at gmail.com. Once again, that's dobettermedia0920, all one word, at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to Do Better Media. In honor of Black History Month, we have put together a special panel of my friends and contributors for the Do Better Media Forum. In this forum, the participants talk about their opinions about Black History Month's history and importance. Here is this week's Do Better Media Forum. Today in the Do Better Media Forum, we have Mark, Tamira, and Brian. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Hello. Thank thank you for having us. Let's jump in with the first question, and um, you can take turns answering it. The first question I have for each of you is, what is your perception today of Black History Month as compared to when you first learned about it? Has it changed? And if so, in what ways? Oh, well, Billy, I'll I'll start off. This is Mark. Um, I would probably say that my perception of Black History Month is more so now today. It's it's about awareness. It's it's about making uh, people aware of the impact that African Americans have on our society and on our culture as a whole. I feel like when I first learned about Black History Month, uh, when I was young, it was more about a history lesson. It was more about learning about certain individuals and certain events, uh, more so than learning about the impact of, you know, those events and those people on the world in the world today. Uh, I, I will definitely say that, in my opinion, uh, one way that I perceive Black history as a whole, especially today, is that it's very fluid. You know, it, it, we we have reminders every it seems like every week in regards to the uh inequalities and some of the things the struggles that black people have had throughout history to you know try to um ascertain those inalienable rights that was once spoken about i i know you know i'm a big i'm big into sports and 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 that's where a lot of my background comes from and um you know, like the situation concerning Brian Flores and, and, and his suit against the NFL. It's, it's interesting that that happened in February during Black History Month. And I was, I was speaking with some of my colleagues. And, and to me, uh, an individual that may have placed themselves in the pantheon of civil rights leaders was Mike Tomlin, the coach of the, the Pittsburgh Steelers by hiring this individual, Brian Flores, that has challenged the NFL system, the good old boy network, 
And, and so my perception now of Black History and Black History Month is that it's a fluid situation. I feel like when I was younger, it was more about the history. And now, you know, as an adult that I know a lot of the history, I'm not saying I'm a historian on it, but as an adult, I see it more clearly and realize how much further we need to go. So that in turn, you know, in my mind makes it a fluid situation and something that's ongoing and that's developing and that, you know, we have to make sure that as a society <laughs> that we realize that uh, African-Americans have not only contributed to this country um, through blood, sweat and tears, but also has made a major impact and in cultural influence on this country and, and, and continue to, to build and grow and make sure that uh, other uh, races, ethnicities, individuals in this country understand our contributions to America. Um, I'm Tamara. I'll go next. Um, that, well, I read that Carter G. Woodson felt that including the, because white America didn't know our history and didn't know our contributions to the United States, that created a lot of the misunderstanding and the hatred of of Black people and other people of color in this nation because they didn't understand who we were. So he created Black History Month, so, or excuse me, Negro History Week it was at first, so that the white population could get to know about us and uh, know that we've contributed to American society and that we weren't these deviant members of society causing chaos. So I feel that um, that is still the problem in the United States, that Black American history is still very much unknown uh, and that it does, and by them not knowing about our history, they do tend to judge us um, on what they've heard. Because if they haven't heard anything different, what information do you have about a person from the culture that you've only heard negative things from? When I was growing up in school, I, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, black history was just a part of our curriculum. And that was the norm for us. We, we studied black history and parts of it all year round. So that was my norm. It wasn't until I left Detroit at age 18 to join the military that I learned that that was for the rest of the nation. And and I was flabbergasted. There were some things in Detroit public schools that I was taught that weren't exactly true. But I believe that was because they had to stick to the government mandated curriculum. But as far as learning about black writers, scientists, inventors, uh, writers, politicians, philosophers. We learned all about that as part of our curriculum. So it gave us a good sense of who we were. We weren't criminals and thugs and whatever else out there. And by most of the staff being um, Black or other people of color, I got to see just a good example of 
black excellence and black professionalism and that has always affected my life and and I've carried it with me those are my memories of just seeing black excellence from from my youth so that children need to see in order to be they can't just read about something they need to see an example and that's why there's the importance of uh, representation now I'm a homeschooler so we do black history all the time it's there my it, for my children it would be their norm too yeah we we start that black history begin in Africa and we started a about the to learn about the real name of Africa, which is Alkibulan. Now, it's it can't it's not like the official like it wasn't upon in every country in Africa, but the the oldest word for Africa in Kemetic language was Alkibulan. So, they've learned that we come from Alkibulan or the land of the blacks or the mother. And our history starts there. Our history starts in Africa, and we've started to learn of Africa and and the peoples of Africa. We're going to be studying what the people look like and what their culture was and their language was. It's very detrimental for uh, Black people. For, for Black people in the United States, for American schools to teach that our history began with slavery. And is, is, is just, that is very degrading to think that, you know, Black people slaves. No, they were Africans who were enslaved. So if history is to be taught, it should be taught at the beginning at our roots in Africa. Um. This is Brian, by the way. Um, Tamira, um, to your point, uh, I grew up in the South. Uh, <laughs> black history was definitely not a part of our, our curriculum throughout the year. Um, obviously, we talked about Black history during Black History Month, and it was a very watered-down version of Black history. Um, I, I've never heard anybody talk about you know, Black history not starting as us being slaves, um, <laughs> which is probably one of those those weird things. Like, obviously, you know, we're we're innocent kids when we're first taught about Black history, so we never really think about like what happened before we were slaves. Um, and I don't think I ever really thought about that until I actually got older and you know start doing my own research and you know learning that some of the you know <laughs> Southern teachings uh, weren't as pure as you know we would have hoped it would have been growing up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess in a, in a nutshell, my perception of black history growing up was, I liked it at the time just because we were talking about people that look like me. Um, so it was a, a sense of like empowerment that, that came from it. Um, but as I grew up, obviously I learned that, especially in the South, they pick and choose which stories to tell you. Um, for example, states' rights. Uh, <laughs> the South has a, a beautiful way of uh, reframing that that argument. And, you know, obviously, well, I guess not obviously, most people don't know me here, but, you know, after going through law school, you kind of learn more about what was actually going on during that time. And, 
you know, what some of these things actually mean. And it's, it's actually really disheartening uh, that our school systems are allowed to teach in, I'll say, biased ways. Um, but the way I view Black history today is, I don't know, I'm still blown away about, you know, some of the people that <laughs> we just didn't learn about in school that's like made monumental changes throughout I guess our country overall. And Mark, I got to touch on something that you talked about. I'm um, pretty close to the sports world also. Um, so amongst like our, our agent friends, you know, we kind of talk about, you know, black coaches, obviously the ruling rule and all that stuff. And I won't bore people that don't care about sports, but uh, I don't think the NFL is too much different than I'll say corporate America uh, when it comes to like hiring practices. Um, you know, I, I think we tend to, you know, hire people that we like or that we can relate to. And I mean, it's just not enough, I'll say people of color in high enough positions with, I'll say, hiring ability <laughs> to actually bring on more black coaches. So, I mean, we've got one minority partner. Well, we have one minority owner in the league right now. Um, well, in NFL anyway, uh, you don't have... I mean, as far as like GMs, there's plenty of people that are capable, um, but the opportunities just really aren't there. And obviously we can talk to you blue in the face about the ruling rule, and I don't want to expose myself too much there. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I kind of, it's a, it's a bittersweet feeling when I think about Black history. Because I love and enjoying, I guess I, I really enjoy like celebrating Black people, Black accomplishments. Um, I don't know. I just really love to see us win, but kind of like both of you touched on, like I, I still feel like we're fighting the same fight we were before. I really like what all of you talked about in relation to this question, <laughs> and I really agree a lot with what you said, Mark. I think for me, the biggest change has has been how it's gone from strictly something that's more historical to me to one that and i'll use the word you use uh, fluid um black history is being made every day um and really looking at it in more of a contemporary way i feel like has had more more power for me is is giving me more of a depth of understanding of not just the month in specific, but our history as Black Americans in general. This is our last question, and I want to pose it to the panel. Why, in each of your opinions, is Black History Month important? Well, Billy, this is uh, Mark again. Uh, I, I, I believe that Black History Month is important because I think... As time goes on, and the further you get away from the history, the easier it is for the history to be forgotten. Um, you know, I, there's a there's a major is issue in our country right now. Uh, a major subject is the the concept of critical race theory, for instance. And I'm sure we could have a whole podcast on that, and an individuals understanding in in my mind 
more so misunderstanding of what it is and and what it isn't. Uh, but I think, you know, going from that initial um, perception of Black History Month just being from a historical purpose in regards to talking about individuals to now, you know, you're analyzing uh, racism and segregation and how it's impacted uh, institutions and, and how we deal with systemic racism and things like that and, and a push from portions of the country to try to remove that from you know certain curriculums or or books or things like that and, and this is something that just you know before you even approached me about this podcast I was having a conversation with some of my friends in this regards because I, I asked I'm like is it me or or are some of the same people that are pushing back on their concept of critical race theory and some of the things that that are being taught in regards to how uh, slavery, racism, you know, segregation has impacted institutions, uh, want to try to eliminate that history. But at the same time, those are the same people that want Confederate statutes to remain standing. And, and I'm like, well, well, well aren't, aren't those two things that go hand in hand? <laughs> you know, if you're going to leave the Confederate statute standing, then let's talk about the impact of the Confederacy. Let's talk about, you know, what what those people stood for and what it meant and how it's how it's impacted history so so for me black history remains important one is is you have to know your history so hopefully you don't repeat it um and two like you said it it's fluid you know it's fluid we're learning we're going every day and something new is happening you know you you, you thought we reached the pinnacle as a people when Barack Obama was elected as president, but still, you know, to this day, you, you see the everyday struggle, be it in uh, the sports arena. I, I know one thing that I've always struggled with as an African-American is watching uh, a professional or college basketball game or, or a professional or college football game and noticing 70 to 80% of the participants, the athletes participating on the field are African-American but 90 plus percent of the crowd is Caucasian. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it, that, that there's nothing that irks me more than that, where it just seems like as far as we've come or and as far as we have to go in history, that at the same time that, that you may look out there and say like, wow, they're performing, we're performing for the majority. Uh, which, like I said, that may be another podcast altogether in and of itself. Uh, so, so Black History Month and, and Black History in general is important to me because I think we have to keep the issues out there. We have to continue to talk about the issues. We have to continue to confront the issues. We have to continue to try to, to, to press forward. You know, um, I actually was just included on the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Committee at my law firm. And one of the things that we want to talk about or we want to celebrate coming up here is Juneteenth, you know, and, and try to expand like February is not the only month where black history was created. Well, let, let's talk about some other things. Let's 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 have uncomfortable conversations. Let, let's let, let's bring these things into the forefront. And so so that's why black history. In general, 
is important to me. And yeah, it started with Black History Month from a concept here in the United States. But as Tamira pointed out, you know, our history started in Africa. And, and, and I, I have done the DNA, the, the DNA thing because I'd love to trace my roots back to Africa. But for us, it's so hard to, to, to find what region of, uh, of the continent we may have you know, come from because of you know, the circumstances surrounding the enslavement of Africans and, and, and the trek across you know, the Atlantic Ocean. So Black history will always be important to me and I will do my best to, to learn more about it and make sure my children and anybody that I can speak to be aware of it and, and be cognizant of it and, and, and realize the impact that African-Americans have had on this history of the country as well as the culture of our country. Uh, I'll go next. <laughs> <clears throat> This is uh, Tamara. Um, uh, for me, uh, African American history was more a, a journey of self-discovery. It started out like that when I was about 21. Um, I just felt like I didn't know enough and that um I wasn't being told some things and I ran into uh, <clears throat> a guy I was in the military with. His name was Michael and he was a pastor and he revealed to me some of the things that I was taught in school that weren't exactly true. Like um, <clears throat> the C Columbus discovering America or whatever. So I had to go on, I started my, after he made me realize that, because we were taught that at our school when we shouldn't have been. But <clears throat> when I had that um, conversation with him, I realized that I didn't know as much as I thought I did about American history. And so for me, it was a journey of personal discovery. And so I felt like I had to start. I started... You know, kind of what happened, you know, with civil rights activists and then with slavery. But then, you know, I had thought, you know, I need to go back to to Africa. I need to find out well, what happened there. And so um, I did a, a DNA test and I discovered I was both West and East African. And I was like, wow, well, who was from East Africa? Uh, that, you know, I'm carrying that. So it wasn't just slavery, but people who were slaves weren't just West Africans. They came from Central and some parts of East African. And then by the some happened chance, I ran into an African that told me which tribe in East Africa in Rwanda was sold into slavery. And so it's, I think... I think uh, black history is important, not just African-American history, you know, black being the Pan-African diaspora, which is, I named my group, the Pan-Africans, to, uh, to just highlight that we aren't all Americans or Africans. We are a very diverse group of people, 
from many different cultures that speak many different languages and has many different ethnicities and cultures all within the black diaspora. And I even went as far as to on my TikTok to explain how Africa has the most diverse genetic population where the genes are so diverse in in Africa because the that is the cradle of mankind that started in Africa. So um, I believe it's important to know who we are. We need to know, in order to learn history, we need to know who we are to develop that self-confidence and the assurance. Like when someone, you know, approaches you with misinformation and, and hatred or that you have that confidence of knowing who you are and who your ancestors were and knowing your history is everything. Knowing your history is everything and knowing when people are coming to you with this, these um, stereotypes or things, that, assumptions that are not true then you have that base and you draw from the strength of your ancestors. I truly believe, you know, your ancestors or your guardian angels that you can, knowing their stories and seeing their strength, it gives you strength and it can like guide you towards a positive future by knowing your past and knowing who you are personally and knowing who the people from your uh, your culture or your your background is is or are excuse me <clears throat> so I believe that as far as black history that it's truly a journey of self discovery also it's not just knowing all the facts it's a journey of self discovery and that's what it has been to me and i I feel like so grateful that I can be confident and who I am, knowing where I come from and parts of Africa and how I got here and even researching who, uh, what ethnicity I, I came from and parts of, not uh, Ethiopia, but Rwanda. And um, that, you know, I came from there, part of my uh, history goes back over there. And so I just feel like, it strengthens you as a person to know who you are. This is Brian. I I really can't agree more with with both of you two. Um, I don't know. Obviously, for me at least, Black History Month is extremely important. Um, I think Mark kind of touched on it. You know, the the further we get away from, you know, truth. So, like for example, in our own right, we're all making Black history right now this podcast is you know spreading you know positive things about you know what we are to accomplish so you know the further we get away from you know the truth the easier it is to you know change that so being able to highlight you know what the people that's come before us have done is is empowering you gotta think like so you know at least three of us on the call here has gone the legal route you know, there had to be a first lawyer that broke that first barrier for us. And, you know, every year we're hearing about another, like, 
first person of color to achieve milestone X. And the more we do that, you know, we're going to knock down the rest of those barriers and we're no longer, you know, fresh in the room. Like we're supposed to be in that room. So I don't know. I think it's important to, you know, keep putting this out here because I mean, we're not just athletes. We're doctors, lawyers, scientists, innovators, survivors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. People need to know that. And, you know, like I said, you know, the further we get away from it, it's it's easier to twist the truth. And that's, I mean, touching Mark's point, that's why critical race theory is so important. Um, You know, there's a reason why critical race theory is getting that big of a push. And, you know, I won't go down that that path and, you know, put my own two cents out there. But, you know, I, I did grow up in the South. There's a lot of reasons why people want to keep Confederate statues without talking about the story behind them or the impact that it has on people. So, you know, we have to keep telling our stories because if we don't talk about it, who will? I agree with all of you. Uh, Black History Month is definitely needed, in my opinion. When we consider the assault on teaching diversity, on teaching diverse subjects in our K-12 schools, Black History Month is what connects us all to a part of American history, a part of history that, frankly, is becoming harder and harder to learn about and so we'll keep it there for now mark tamira brian thank you so much for being in the do better media forum yeah thanks for having us yeah thanks for having us thank you for listening to do better media Once again, if you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please subscribe to the show. We are now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically wherever podcasts are being heard. Please don't forget the hashtag when searching for Do Better Media on your favorite podcast carrier. See you next week.